Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Police in Playstow, New Hampshire, do give this criminal bonus points for creativity, but they add that doesn't make what he did any less illegal. Officers arrested the unnamed driver last week after a traffic stop. Now, in that state, part of any stop is to check that the vehicle has a valid inspection sticker in the window. Those annual inspections required in New Hampshire to make sure all vehicles have a basic level of safety. But this dude police say, had faked that sticker by using a Sharpie and a label from a pack of Marlboro cigarettes. <laughs> I remember what we used to have to do. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I do. It was, it was a hassle every year. It was. Take your car in, make yes. an appointment. Yes. Basically, you're just paying money. You're absolutely right. And that's basically what it was. And um, when I lived in Texas, they had that as well. They had You actually had to have two. In, one for Texas, the state, and then... Inside Harris County, which was Houston, there was also, um, you had to go get it, your vehicle tested for emissions. They stuck that probe up your tailpipe, well. and they measured what, you know, what came out. Hate it when that happens. That's they right. stick the probe up your tailpipe and see well, what that, comes that's out. What well, I know. That's but, exactly what happened. Uh, well, I'm not, I don't doubt that. I wasn't in Houston, but I'll take your word for it. Grab a can of listening juice. We're here until 10 o'clock this morning here on the Morning Road Show. It's the morning road show. You don't have to be crazy to listen. We'll train you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Trust me. Cliff. Yeah. I hope I catch one of these. Catch a what? What are you talking about? One of those um Spock fives. It's the new thing. People are spocking Spock five dollar bills. So take they take a five dollar bill. Yes. What are they like take a marker and make Abraham Lincoln look like Spock? Yes. Because there is a version of Star Trek that's now available, I think you can watch it online, where Spock has a beard. I think that's probably what they're uh, playing on. What they're playing on, yeah. yes. Now, I'm not artistic enough to draw one of these myself. <laughs> no. But I've seen online some of the yeah. pictures, and right. if I capture one of these fives out loose and about, you know, somebody yeah. gives me change, yeah. that's going to go in my collector's item right there. A Spock <laughs> You're going to keep it. I'm going to. <laughs> um, they probably don't realize... People who are spocking $5 bills, uh, that's a defacing U.S. currency. You could get six months in prison for that, by the way. Just want you to know. All right. All right. Okay. Don't sign it. <laughs> Don't sign it? Yes. <laughs> well, if you're holding it. It's, it's how it came. You know, and the Secret Service comes by and says, uh, excuse me, how did this uh, get these defacement ink markings all over it? Well, you, I would hope. The bearer of this $5 bill? I would hope the Secret Service has a little yeah. bit more <laughs> important things to do than to look through my billfold yeah. for a $5 bill yeah. that looks like Spock. Let's go to Owensville and see if he's got any Spock 5s in his wallet. Who are we kidding? We know where he works. It's he has right. no 5s. He has no 5s of any kind. No. 
We'd, as usual, the National Weather Service offices all around the country are at the ready to provide up-to-the-second information to help keep us, citizens, safe from bad weather. That means trained meteorologists manning stations 24 hours a day in places like Paducah, Kentucky, who are the folks who keep watch on our radar and weather conditions, and also in Cleveland, Ohio, where forecasters issued a warning last week about high winds that were set to blow through the area. Among the dangers, downed trees and power lines and small dogs that could be blown away from their owner. Yes, the National Weather Service issued a small dog warning. (laughs) It's not apparently without precedent, as in 2009, a chihuahua in the area was picked up by high winds and blown away, missing for two days before being found in the woods about a mile away, relatively unharmed. Ironically, the owner of the dog from that incident was named Dorothy, but no, the dog's name was not Toto, It was Tinkerbell. Fortunately, at my house, I really don't have to be alarmed until the forecasters issue a Great Dane warning. (laughs) Can you imagine that dog talking to all these dog friends later on? I was just standing there. That's right, and suddenly, whoosh, and then I was airborne. I was airborne. (laughs) You have a um, conversation piece in your living room at your house. A conversation piece? Yes. I'm not quite sure what that is. You know, something that people see and it kind of starts a conversation about, you know, it's that unique thing you have in your house somewhere. Hmm. Maybe in the living room or some other room. You know, it's entirely possible. Maybe not necessarily in the living room. Kitchen, maybe. Does that make sense? What have you got? Well, we have, um, you know, if you've seen me, you know I like to eat. (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) And the doctor has said... You need to stop liking that so much. And so we do a lot of cooking and a lot of, because I'm also a photographer, a lot of pictures of the food that's cooked. And so we've taken uh, like a collage of pictures of food that we have made and we've hung that those pictures around in the kitchen. That's kind of unique. So That's kind of unique. I'm thinking I need a conversation You need piece a conversation too. piece. Yeah, I was looking at my living room yesterday yeah. and I thought, you know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of plain and boring and simple. Not to move around some furniture to do it. Yeah. But I'm really thinking, Cliff, yeah. if I could get one of those hot tamale carts, you know, that you've seen people out on the streets with, if I could get one Why? of those. What? Yeah. Because if you walk into someone's house yeah. and in the middle of the living room, yeah. surrounded by furniture, mm-hmm. is a hot tamale cart, mm-hmm. the conversation will get started. Oh, without a doubt. See? <laughs> Unfortunately, those things are so big, they probably won't, you know. Well, those little push si- ones. Well, they're still pretty good size. I mean, I know your living room's not that big. It's not as, you know, big as the downtown square or anything. Well, no, but... So what seems to be smaller when it's out in public is going to look much bigger in private. Well, that I never thought of that. See? It's a good eye on your part there, but it would be a great conversation starter. Without a doubt. Wouldn't be able to see one another talking for the darn tamale cart, but it'd be a conversation starter. We're just moments away, Cliff, from a very big decision here on this program. Very big decision. Yes. This doesn't happen very often. That's right. We have a big decision. But we have one today. Okay. You know, we have to pick out the secret word we're going to use tomorrow between 6 and 7 o'clock. Okay. And once we say the secret word between 6 and Mm 7, the first person who sends us the text, Mm -hmm. Coaster, is going to win the very first Morning Road Show Coaster. (laughs) But we got to come up with the word. This is true. And I mean, so, so the big decision then is what the word is going to be. Yes. And I will say, you showed me the coaster this morning. 
on some level, it's spectacular. It is, it's isn't spectacular. it? Spectacular. It is spectacular. On some level, it's a round piece of cardboard. Yes, but on some <laughs> level, it is quite spectacular. So these are the two words, Cliff, okay. that I think we should narrow it down to. And during the news update, okay. we'll finally pick one. Okay. We could go with the word smicker. Smicker? Yes. That's a word? Oh, yes. I mm-hmm. couldn't help but smicker her. We can say that on the radio? Well, <laughs> just don't say it loudly. You know, oh, don't, okay. don't announce it real loud. Or, uh, yeah. this is not really one word, it's two words. Oh, well, that would be acceptable. Yes. Yule hole. <laughs> we can say that on the radio, too? Not loudly, but oh, we can okay. say it, yes. All right. You see, Cliff, in a sentence, yeah. I have used the Yule hole more than a couple of times <laughs> in my life. Can, can I ask you, what is a Yule hole? <laughs> what is it? What is a Yule hole? It's exactly what it sounds like it is. I think you're leaning toward my Yule hole, aren't you? Aren't you? Yep. I think so, too. I am. Well, Cliff, the moment's here. Yes. We have to make the big decision. Are we going to go with Smicker? Yep. Or are we going to go with yep. Yule Hole? Now, there's been some uh, debate on our texting this morning some about perhaps that. perhaps rooted in a bit of misunderstanding. Yes. It's not the, it's not the word hold. <laughs> no. It's not the word. No. It's hole. Yule Hole. Now, one of these two words will be our secret word tomorrow that we're going to announce... Yeah. So during a conversation or at some point or other. We'll just say Yule Hole. Yes. If that's the word. Yes. Or, or Smicker. Yes. <laughs> It'll and just then, come out of our mouths. And as soon as you hear it, yeah. you will send uh, the word coaster to 812-682-0520. And right, the first person that does it, yep. you're going to win the very first, very first, Cliff, limited yeah, edition. limited edition. Morning Roadshow Coaster. They're here. I'm trying to get a picture posted on Facebook right well, now as we speak. But I'm having a little oh. trouble with the computer. But okay. I'm hopefully it'll get up there. All right. So which one do you think, Cliff? Which one should we go with? <laughs> They're both great candidates, I oh, have absolutely. to say. absolutely. Let's go with Yule Hole. Yule Hole. Yeah. All right. Did we figure out what a Yule Hole is? I know what one is. Well, what is it? Well, if you looked it up, wouldn't you really get more out of it cliff than me just telling you what it is no if you had to guess save me the effort if you had to guess what would you call a yule yule hole a yule hole yes well the fact that the first word is yule means it has something to do with the holidays there you go so it is related to the christmas holiday season yes i'm gonna guess that it's the uh, you know when everyone sits down for the big family holiday meal and Afterwards, you feel like you've eaten so much that you just can't stand it, and you have to loosen your belt a notch. And the you've, hole you've loosened it to is, is... Is the Yule hole. Did you look that up? No, I did not look that up. I just made an educated guess, you know, based on the fact that I'm Sheldon Cooper of radio. And you're a Yule hole, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm right. That's what you're saying. Yes, you're right. <laughs> and there's the proof right oh, there on Facebook, goodness. Cliff. Yes, it's on our Facebook page now. Yes, Weed and Cliff in the morning, right yeah. there. I told yeah. you. Yeah. I had several folks texting in saying, you're making it up about the uh, coasters that you guys are going to be getting yeah, in the mail. Yeah, who because would, who would think to make stuff like that up? That's so weird you can't make it up. It's actually a real thing. It's and, like a bar coaster. You know, when you go into a bar and give you those coasters, it's got, you know, some beer logo on it. Yeah. In this particular case, so it's got our faces on it. Oh. Right there on our Facebook page. 
I'm liking the looks of that, Cliff. <laughs> What's behind it, though? He's pretty good looking, too. Oh, my goodness. Yes, he is. <laughs> Weed scientists at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology working on a new way for soldiers to protect themselves on the battlefield, and it will also work for law enforcement as well. It might sound like something from a comic book, but what they're coming up with is a flexible suit that allows the wearer to more easily move their body parts for, say, running or even swimming, all while being strong enough to prevent mechanical penetration. Like, say, from bullets. The idea came to one researcher when he was out to dinner one night and ordered a lobster. It turns out lobster shell is made of tens of thousands of microscopic layers, and the way that material dissipates energy when it's under stress makes it damage-tolerant. Scientists, though, still having trouble making the body armor protect the wearer against boiling water and butter. <laughs> that don't be cool to have a suit that you could put on and make you run faster? Yeah. And in my case... Run at all. <laughs> Just run. Just, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps it's my cold, Cliff, that's uh, causing a lot of confusion this morning. We okay. keep receiving text messages, yeah. unsure of the secret word we're going to say tomorrow between 6 and 7. Well, maybe I'm not saying it correctly. Maybe you ought to give it a <laughs> I shot. thought I had pretty well covered it. I thought you had too. Yule hole. <laughs> say it maybe a little slower than that. Yule hole. Yes, now that's not like you all. Hole. No. No. No, it's not. It's Yule. And it's not the... And hole, yes. Yule, hole. That's two words. Yule, hole. Yes. Not like the seventh planet from the sun. That has nothing to do with planets. It has nothing to do with Uranus. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should have just stuck with the confusion. (laughs) I kind of like that better. Let's talk about sinning for just a few minutes. Sinning? Yes. I'm all for sinning. (laughs) Yes, well... (laughs) Well, you're in the wrong state for that, my what you, friend. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? Well, they had a survey out. Yeah. And um, yeah. they went through the seven deadly sins. Okay. And they found the least and the most sinful states in the country. Now, the most sinful ones don't really surprise me any. We yeah. got Nevada leading off and Florida and California. And if yeah. you're listening in Illinois this morning, raise your hand. You're on the list of the top well, ten most sinful the states. The most sinful states. Starting with the politicians and going down from there. There you go. But the least sinful states, Cliff, are the yeah. ones that caught my eye. Oh, really? Like Vermont and Maine, okay. Nebraska, North Dakota, Wyoming. <laughs> it goes on from there. Those those states that you just named off, as we might consider being the best behaved states, yes. they're all across the northernmost tier of the country. Yes. It's too cold to sin up there. You, you have less time to sin, too, because you're inside all the time. That's exactly right, right. Cliff. It's just too cold to sin when, yeah. when you live in those states. I mean, you can just picture a guy. Hey, Jim, you want to go out and do some sinning tonight? <laughs> you know, I'd love to, but i got to get my jacket and i got to put it on, and I don't want to mess with a jacket all day. Right. You know, if you want to go out and sin, you That's don't right. want to have to mess with extra clothing. That's right. It's hard to sin when you're dressed in 17 layers. That's exactly right. <laughs> Because by the time you you know start to sin and you have to it's peel it all off, right. it's like, well, oh wait, now I'm cold. I got to put all that back on. <laughs> I'm going back home. <laughs> I think this might be fun, Cliff. What's that? On our Facebook page, we have the yeah. question posted: mm-hmm. What's the weird thing that happened that earned you a trip to the emergency room? 
And we've had a great collection of stories from our wonderful friends on Facebook. Okay. Weird way that earned you a trip to the emergency room. At 9.07 this morning, we'll have yeah. you call us at 812-386-1250. We're going to give you a pair of uh, Thunderbolt tickets. Okay. You can take them or not, whichever you want to do. I kind of want to hear your story. That's yeah. kind of what I'm wanting to do, Cliff, yeah. at 9.07. Yeah, I'm, I don't care about hockey tickets. I want to hear the story. I want to hear the story right, at 9.07. Right. Yes. Now, we had a story from Tim, yeah. who last night, and he swears this is the truth, yeah. got up to use the restroom, mm-hmm. ended up in the emergency room, pulled a hamstring. <laughs> so, he got up to go pee, and he pulled a hammy. Yes. <laughs> Now, I have a little advice for Tim if he's listening, Cliff. Yeah. Perhaps you should go a little sooner. That's right. Don't wait so late. Yes. If you're in that big of a rush (laughs) that you've injured yourself. You pulled a hamstring going to the bathroom. Yes. (laughs) Well, it's a weird way that sent you to the emergency room. We'd love to hear about it here on the Morning Road Show. 812-386-1250. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I think we've got one. Okay. Here we go. Hi, who's this? No, my name is Bill Byer. All right. Bill, where are you from? Evansville. Well, Bill, what crazy thing happened to you that sent you to the emergency room? Well, I was trimming little saplings around in my yard with a chainsaw that was oversized. I should have had a smaller one. And uh, one of the saplings got caught in the chain, and I was jerking on it. tried to break it loose. And when I did, the chain was rotating. I didn't have my finger on the trigger, but the chain was still rotating. I felt something hit my knee, and I looked down, and my pants was, my pants had a big gash in it, so I opened up the pants and looked at my knee, and, and I had to get 10 stitches. Let's say it wasn't very... Luckily, the the bone stopped it, or it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bill! Uh, Don't know if I'd call that lucky oh, or not. Wow. Oh, my goodness gracious. I just had a chill go up me, Bill. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. Well, rough on you, being yeah, no kidding, Bill. Wow, I'm sorry that happened to you, and I'm glad you well, called in. Are I'm, you okay? Uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. I'm I'm old school. I got to learn the hard way. Well, all right. Well, Bill, not like you, from what I understand. Yeah, you're exactly right, Bill. Today, our ticket to the bank is so full. Our bank is overflowing. Oh, it is. Huh? Yes. Usually, our bank is overdrawn. Yes, but today it's an overflowing bank because okay. today, yeah, as a special. We're going to have two take it to the banks. Really? Now, will both of these kind of coincide with each other and kind of mesh together? Yeah, will they? Absolutely not. (laughs) They have nothing to do with each other. Well, then why are we doing them together? Because our bank is overflowing and we got to get something out. we got to spend it before somebody takes it. Time now for take it to the bank. Okay, fine. And it's a two. Two for one, Cliff. Yes. And here we go with the first one. Okay. The guy who created the Incredible Hulk, his name is Jack Kirby. Okay. And he got the idea for the Incredible Hulk when he saw a woman lift a car off of her baby when it was trapped underneath it. Really? Yes. And that's where that came from. Okay. And our second take it to the bank. Yes. There is a regulation strictly enforced in the state of Connecticut that says a pickle has to be able to bounce to be legally classified as a pickle. <laughs> In what state is this? Connecticut. In Connecticut. Yes. How high does the pickle have to bounce? I don't know how high it has to bounce. <laughs> I'm thinking that it would be a room temperature pickle. Right, because a cold pickle would throw off the measurement, you know, because there's shrinkage. But if you, you know, drop the pickle, yeah, 
Who would think of that? Yeah. That that would be a regulation. Is there like a team of pickle inspectors in New in Connecticut? I'm thinking somebody's there. The pickle dropper is what I think, Cliff. <laughs> so it takes it. There's one guy to drop the pickle, one guy to measure the pickle bounce, and probably a third guy to supervise. Yes, to make sure that you know all the pickle throwing was <laughs> on the up and up. That's exactly yeah. right. And all of that you can take to the bank. <laughs> well, maybe not the three guys doing the. Uh, yeah, we probably made that. We might have made yeah. that part up. Yeah. But the rest of it's true. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, it's your airplane man again. Come over to Kentucky Lake. I've got you tuned up on the ADF. I'm going to have to go to Evansville. I can't go to Potoka today. Ground's too wet out there, so appreciate it if you play a little more haggard working man blues. Now, is that really possible, Cliff? Is what possible? He's called before saying he's listening to us in his airplane. Is that really possible? Yes. Just <laughs> with a regular radio? Well, it's part of the navigational system of the airplane some of them can tune into broadcast stations and helps them find a bearing or navigate so yeah so we're like in a way bringing him back home <laughs> you might say that yeah well let's bring him home with a little merle how's that all righty if you get a request from the air cliff it doesn't happen every day not every day nope. well cliff as you well see yeah. i brought it out the It Happened jar here on the Morning yes. Road Show. Now, we haven't had it out for a few days. No. So people might have forgotten what it is that we're talking about. Well, it's a jar that we uh, fill up with little notes, post-it notes, yeah. on momentous things that happen on this program. Yes. At any point, although rare, any memorable event that happens here through the course of the program, we write it down on a little post-it note, and we put it in the It Happens jar. Yes, and then later on this year, we'll yep. randomly, just one day, reach in the jar and pull out one of them, and we'll all reminisce <laughs> about what good times we had back then. Yes. So, Cliff, today, yep. I think it's appropriate that we put in the jar the debut of the Morning Road Show coaster. Agreed. I think that should be in there. Absolutely. There so there. It is. Okay, so uh, shouldn't there also be uh, um, the phrase... Luckily, the bone stopped it. <laughs> Shouldn't we put that in there, too? Yes, we will put... Yes. Okay. Let me write that down here. Yes, please. Luckily, the bone stopped it. And I think that was Billy. Yes. Yes. That's it's right. in, too. Yes. Sealed up and ready to go. Yes, I'm calling from the space station. Up here by the moon. I'd like to request an Alan Jackson song. Thank you. Um, Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> something doesn't sound right there, Cliff. No, something doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> Was that at the end there, a air horn? An air horn from a semi. So that's not an astronaut. Because there is no air horn on the space station. You're sure of that? Yeah. I think that's actually um, truck driver Ralph. Ralph, it's time for you to go take a pee test. <laughs> I think, yes. <laughs> Well, don't forget, tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. That's Can't right. Between wait. 6 and 7, yep. we'll say the secret word, mm-hmm. and it's Yule Hole. <laughs> and when you hear that, you'll text us Coaster, and the first one that does it, oh, yeah. they're going to win the first Ooh. Morning Roadshow Ooh. Coaster. Yeah. They're collectible items. Mm-hmm. Very limited. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. I think you're leaning towards my Yule Hole. Number two, pulled a hamstring going to the bathroom. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Luckily, the bone stopped it. Oh. <laughs> don't ever want to hear that when you're talking about a chainsaw. <laughs> I don't want to hear it ever again. Ever. Ever again. Mm.
If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.